0: Guys, I've just got a message from Crumbly. He's not going to make it today. hmm, Unfortunately, he's got a touch of, um... Oh, the black death of the genitals? No. Uh, Okay. Uh, um, Myxomatosis? No.
1: Oh, the jelly-tysosis?
0: Come on, he's only got a cold.
1: Uh, What's wrong
0: with you people? Welcome to Staggering Stories podcast number 440. I'm Jean.
1: I'm Stephen. I'm
0: Adam. And I, yes, I am... Oh, wonderful and, 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 and lovely and, and you <laughs> bought me dinner. Um, uh-huh. yeah, yeah.
2: But merely Keith, because I'm without fake. I have Moved on and, quickly,
3: buying a dinner already. Eh? And I... <laughs> you know, Got to keep your options open. Okay. <laughs>
0: I tried. I, I tried. know. I know. Oh, dear. And without further ado, here's the news with El Presidente. Woo!
4: Doctor Who. Oh, yeah.
0: Big finish giving away free that which you once paid for. Okay. Ooh. Are times tough for the audio mongers at Big Finish? Mm. Be it a marketing ploy or the need for some advert revenue, the Doctor Who audio play people will be giving away some of their back catalogue in podcast form. Ooh, who would do anything like that? <laughs> Strictly speaking, this isn't entirely new behaviour, as you can listen to many of their old stories on the likes of SoundCloud and Spotify for the price of listening to a few adverts. What marks out this effort as different will be a brand new introduction read by the Colin Baker. Mm. May
2: mashed potato and tomato sauce be upon him. him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Big Finish's grand chairman, Jason of the High Elleries said of this, As part of the celebrations marking 25 years of Big Finish Doctor Who Audio Drama Productions, I am delighted to announce... Into the TARDIS. That sounds like it should have an echo on it. Mm. Into the TARDIS! (laughs) (laughs) The first officially licensed Doctor Who audio drama podcast. Mm. This is an initiative that we have been working on for some time. Mm. And I'm particularly excited about it, (laughs) as it will bring Big Finish's work to a far wider audience. They hope. That is, yeah, so we we'll see. This weekly venture will begin sometime this March, i.e. Any time now <laughs> and being with the first half of David Tennant and Catherine Tate's Death and The Queen. They were quite good if I remember they were, right. They were, yeah, they were yeah. That's long Podcasts are expected to be in the half an hour range, likely taking four weeks for a traditional two disc story. Those enslaved by Apple <laughs> will be able to spend £2.99 and of Her Majesty's coinage His... a month. Sorry, His Majesty's <laughs> coinage yep. a month to remove the adverts and gain access. Though not as early as those of us who bought these stories years ago. <laughs> <laughs> now, are these kind of like behind the sofas? Because podcast usually is like mumpties <coughs> like us. Talking yeah. about things. Oh, no, they're literally just uh, the typical stories. It's the
2: stories with, with a, an intro, yeah, with a new intro, and
3: potentially with the usual
0: behind-the-scenes scenes. stuff at the end. Yeah. Oh, right, sure. So that qualifies as a podcast, does it? That's just like...
2: Well, it, it depends on your nature of a podcast. I mean, yeah, you have things like us sitting here waffling on, mm. but there's other podcasts like uh, Dark Sounds that mm. do stories. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Isn't that just called an audio play? Yeah,
2: well, it is. is they're not. <laughs> They're not podcast. on the radio, so technically they're being streamed as a podcast. We
0: used to call them repeats. I know. <laughs> I'm know. i, know. I
3: know. I'm thinking if it is going to be, they're going to do the original two discs yeah. over a month for £2.99. Most of those you can buy for £2.99. <laughs> and, and... Yeah.
0: and listen to it all in one go and have it for yeah. ad
3: nauseum. I don't know. It's better value for this Tenant one, which is about £8.99, I think, yeah. for
0: download. It may well open up the interest a bit, because there are people who would only go to Big Finish, because they know about Dot 2, but do get a lot of podcasts. Hmm. Um, and, yeah, there are people that just listen to podcasts as they would radio, so it'll probably catch some people oh, that yeah. wouldn't normally go and search it out.
3: Particularly if it's the charts on like, yeah. iTunes, the podcast right. yeah. feed there, then, yeah. Star Trek,
2: colon, Discovery. The final streaming. The much-delayed fifth and final season of STD now has a date, the 4th of April 2024. Uh,
0: I take it they found some um, antibiotics for it then.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Shortened down to ten episodes, it will run until the 30th of May on Paramount+, with two episodes the first week and individually every Thursday thereafter. According to Paramount's press droid, oh, it's almost like AD again. <laughs> According to Paramount's press droid, we will find Captain Burnham and the crew of the USS Discovery uncovering a mystery that will send them on an epic adventure across the galaxy to find an ancient power whose very existence has been deliberately hidden for centuries. Mm. But there are others on the hunt as well. Dangerous foes who are desperate to claim the prize for themselves and will stop at nothing to get it. Mm. Post-STD, we will start the Strange New World and Lower Decks continuing, plus the Section 31 TV movie. Mm. Uh, I also wonder whether they're still going ahead with Star Trek Academy, which is meant to be set in the 32nd yeah. current Discovery period. In
3: production hell, but yeah. And, it all depends what happens with Paramount. Yeah, Plus. And, and
2: I understand there is a a rumor that sort of Paramount Plus is merging with uh, someone else. I can't remember. I what
3: about the Sony, the one who don't have their own platform, yeah. so
2: maybe they're coming and could yeah. be it ...join could up be. with Paramount no, Plus. It,
3: I don't know, but yeah, it's financially dodgy at Paramount at the moment. Very dodgy. Yes,
2: yes. Another one to, for Disney to claim.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Will they be allowed to anymore? I don't know. Yeah, uh, I know just... the American regulators are a bit lax on such things, but
0: yeah, I, I do often find it interesting that you have these ancient ancient hidden mysteries that have laid hidden <laughs> and four or five different people all discover them at We're the same, same time, time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like films
3: you suddenly get two or three films that are identical yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah no yeah.
0: one knew about this and i've discovered it oh some of the bad guys how can we both discovered it at the same time.
3: <laughs> Parallel evolution. In this case, hundreds of years ago, would we'll still be after yeah. next gen, potentially after
2: yeah. next gen yeah. and all that Because we're, we're in a thousand years on advance of what is it, strange new worlds.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've lost track of who's yeah. where and when and what and how and why. So maybe they will a fine Patrick Stewart.
2: <laughs> Fantastic Four.
0: Oh,
1: yeah. Ooh, ooh. Fourth time lucky with live action casting. Back in 1994, there was a notorious unreleased Fantastic Four film. Then in 2005 and 2007, a pair of moderately successful films. Now most notable for for casting Chris Evans as Flame Boy. (laughs) Flame Boy? (laughs) (laughs) Then in 2015, we had the box office bomb that wanted everyone to call it Fantastic Fourstick. (laughs) Fantastic yeah. 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 Now the MCU is bringing us their interpretation of the failing foursome. The latest lineup is Pedro Pascal as Reed Richards, mm. Vanessa Kirby as Sue Storm, mm. Joseph Quinn as Johnny Storm, Ebon Moss-Bachrach as Ben Grimm. Little else is known about this new film just yet, but it is currently slated for a cinema release on the twenty-fifth of July next year. They need to get their skates on.
2: Yeah, that's the trouble yeah that is a common complaint and gripe about modern superhero films is the cgi looks very shonky yeah because they rush it out but yeah because they rush it out they, they Sorry, did be, you see that. shonky shonky that, that, it is i've a not tec- heard
1: that word before <laughs> it is a technical
2: term it is a it's, it's in the dictionary you can look
0: it up exactly. for it. Oh, well, i'm going i'm gonna
1: search google now
0: because <laughs> at but, one point it was the film would have been made and you had to wait about a year to 18 months yeah. because they were doing the special effects, it's almost yep. like, oh look, we've got computers and AI that can do it quickly. And yeah, yeah it's they, losing mm,
2: something. Coder Crew, which I on YouTube, mm-hmm. I also on Patreon, and I do recommend. But they took a look at the last Flash. Oh,
3: idea! Right, yeah, yeah. They
2: were they were complimentary about really? the last okay. Flash, but as they pointed out, most of the problems with it is the fact that they have no time to do these things no. and they're given deadlines by people who don't care oh yeah who are just after the money at the end the bottom line yeah and don't care how it's got out hey. just get it out and it's not
3: properly planned if they've yeah. been planning this from the beginning yeah. from pre-production but actually they end up rewrite it in the edit yeah and it's, they've got no time to, to, to say you, do you
2: rewrite effects. it at the edit you get uh, production notes from from the director you yeah. get production notes from the uh uh, suits who are complete, usually yeah. completely different from what everybody else is aiming for. <laughs> yeah, which is
3: why Guardians of the Galaxy Vol. 3... Looked great. Yeah. Because it was all written and it's all locked. Yeah. Before they went in production. Yeah. There weren't rewrites. Yeah. The suits didn't interfere. They didn't dare
2: interfere with James <laughs> Gunn. Yeah, not after they screwed <laughs> it up so bad uh, badly so, last yeah. time.
3: Yeah.
4: Shonky
1: is, is a word. Shonky isn't is. actually a word. It is. <laughs> yeah, it is. a word. Thank you.
0: vindicated. <laughs> it's, it's like when you listen to the interviews with people at events and. Yeah, they used to have re- rehearsals and block-throughs and that kind yeah. of stuff, and they yeah. could see if something worked or didn't mm. or add a little bit of ad-lib. Yeah. Now it's like, there's a script, say you're 15 minutes worth, okay, and then we go into the bit at the end of the story, do your 10 minutes worth, oh, <laughs> and then this is the bit in the middle, because that's also outside, and there's it's so disjointed, it and they stitch it yeah. together. Often on
3: green screens, not even on the same room as yeah. person you're playing against.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, as, as I said before, best comparable bit I've had is well they were showing them at the same time. Mm-hmm. You had uh Star Wars episode two, Attack of the Clones, mm-hmm. and Serenity. Yep. And they both come out both filmed and come out at the same time. In Star Wars episode two, you have the poor actors on top of a green block, against a green screen, pretending to be thrown around in a ship as it's crashing and bumping around. With Serenity, they couldn't afford that, so they stuck them in the back of a, make- a mocked-up vehicle and swung the vehicle around, and it is all genuine reactions. <laughs> and yeah. it looks better. And it looks yes.
0: better. <laughs>
4: yeah,
0: As you say, with a lot of the suits, they don't care what the product no. is like if it's not a worthy film. Yeah. If it's just... A kid's film, if it's just a sci-fi film or what have you, oh, they'll watch it, they'll watch anything. Yeah. We can put any old rubbish out, they'll watch it. And you can see the ratings are falling off yeah. for a lot of the, the... Because it isn't just you want to see the superhero, you actually want a decent story. Yeah. If it's a worthy film that might get them an Oscar or something, then they might put some time well, into those it. Those tend to
3: be low budget too, so yeah. they're, they're created by auteur directors yeah. who mm. have the latitude. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas if it's sausage factory, yeah. As
2: MCU has become lately, sadly. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Back, back to the news. (laughs) That's our
0: rant over. (laughs) Pamela Salem dead. 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 Pamela Fortuna Salem. What a lovely name. Fortuna. (laughs) Pamela Fortuna Salem has been corpse marked, aged eighty. Yeah. To Doctor Who fans, she will always be remembered as Toos in Tom Baker's Robots of Death. And as Professor Rachel Jensen in Seth McCoy's Remembrance of the Daleks. Two top tier stories. Yep. She also reprised both characters for big finish, perhaps most notably in Countermeasure's spin-off series. She also cameoed on TV as one of Zioannan's voices in Tom Baker's The Face of Evil. I did not know that. Neither did I? Did I? Yeah. Other television roles included appearing on Blake Seven, oh. Out of the Unknown, The Professionals, Crown Call, <laughs> The Tripods, Howard's Way, Boone, Magnum, P.I. We ER, the West Wing and so
2: many more yeah. I'm gonna go have to go through the West Wing now she was the British Prime Minister
0: oh, so <laughs> yeah. I'm Harriet Jones <laughs> <laughs> on film she is probably best remembered for playing money Penny on the unofficial James Bond, Never Say Never Again.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no shame. Yeah, yeah she's been still working at Big Finish very yeah. recently on Robots, I think, the box yeah. set.
2: and yeah. So they're, they're rapidly running out of cast, aren't they? They Big are, Finnish. yeah. It's not going to get any better. No, unfortunately not.
0: Yeah, so they've got to try and make sure that they get the new cast involved in yeah. stuff. Yeah.
2: Or, or they get more people like Rory Bremner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do we have any addendums? I have an addendum. I have an addendum. And I have an addendum. What, pray, sir, is your addendum?
2: Actor, Samuel West. Dead. Dead? No, 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 no. no. I, alive. Yeah, <laughs> alive. Alive. Alive! I've Well, he's kicking no. Possibly could be dead, because he... In stasis. Well, well his <laughs> finest moment, apparently, is replacing Ian McKellen... In dimensions in time
3: <laughs> i suspect
2: he's somewhat tongue-in-cheek
3: <laughs> it could be. It could
2: be. it's on the radio times site radiotimes.com hopefully if we remember we'll stick a link in the show notes but yeah he's uh in the 1993 children in need special crossover between doctor who and one of our local soaps eastenders and it's such a shame that crumbly and fake keith <laughs> are here. not here yeah but uh yeah i gotta admit i didn't realize that it was meant to be ian McKellen appearing in it but is
3: that true I, mean, I, I don't
2: I, I'm just reading what I've got here
3: quite a bit of casting even back then that, yeah you quite know. bit of I know he, he wasn't, wasn't sir
2: back then yeah, but he,
3: wasn't, he, he wasn't Gandalf
2: at that point or anything like that no. but still he was a big theatre oh, was. Yeah. he was a well known th- in the theatre world rather yeah. than the TV yeah, world yeah he was yeah. at that point in time yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, so take of that what you will. will yeah
0: any other addendums
2: i
3: got uh, John Savadant dead dead Yeah, 86, apparently. Best known, I think,
0: with Coronation Street. The character I don't really know, but he did do a bit of Doctor Who. Oh, This one did annoy me a bit with the BBC. Oh, yeah. right. Because both him and Pamela died on the same day. Yeah. I heard it on the hour, every hour, that he had passed away. Because he was in Coronation Street or what have you. Mm. I heard her mentioned once. Really? Yeah, she'd done stuff for the BBC. And and the feminist in me was screaming, You Mm. sexist! John Savlin
3: was really big in the Cornish Street for about 10 years and he is a really yeah, famous yeah. guy. That's
0: it. But, but like it's like, say, you know, one's uh, on every every uh, hour yeah. and the other. Yeah. I, I was yeah. like, I oh, at 6 Pamela, o'clock this morning.
2: And Salem would be the bigger, because she was so much accomplished. Actuarine. Yeah, both sides of the Atlantic.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: And yeah. the James Bond element and Money yeah. Penny yeah. and yeah. what have yeah. you.
3: Yeah, yeah. Savlin was in the Visitation. He was a squire in the Visitation. Ah! Yeah, I think
2: five minutes less than yeah, that on screen. Probably, probably. In that vein, mm-hmm. Stuart Organ.
4: Dead. Dead. Dead, I'm afraid. Okay. Actor Access.
2: died at 72. Okay, that's not so good. Uh, yeah. Best known for Grange Hill, mm-hmm. but he touches our little realm because he did appear in Dragonfire.
3: Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. He also played in Brookside and Bazin in Dragonfire. Apparently. Okay. Casualty Holby City. A bit of voiceover work for Star Wars The Old Republic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Last role we appeared in was Bridgerton as a doctor. Okay. Ironically.
3: Okay, yeah, it's been a rough couple of podcasts. We've got through yeah, quite a few yeah. deaths in the last couple of podcasts, but yeah. Still Tom Baker survives. Eh? Yeah, <laughs> yes.
2: yeah. Still Tombo, still hanging in there. And William mm. Russell. Indeed. And William Russell, yes. Yeah.
0: I tell you, there must have been a lot of energy in that TARDIS, the first <laughs> colour season. <laughs> <laughs> and William Russell absorbed it all
2: <laughs> I have my last addendum right the audio mongers at Big Finish yes, yes. those people again uh, those people we started it so I thought it's you know yeah. circle of yeah. life will finish it <laughs> um all leads back to Big Finish they are going to have yet another Madame Vastra oh good yes yeah. box set yeah. but this time with the fourth doctor Oh, okay. Yep. Actual Tom Baker himself, Mr. Baker. Yep, is is uh, appearing in one of the Paternoster Row. Right,
3: okay. Mm. No reason
2: why not. Well, we don't know which Doctor it was that actually found her. can no, exactly. Come, so we just yeah. know it's the Doctor. So it could, you yeah. know, they've yeah, pushed it true. back. You got the sense it was 11, but they may have pushed it back slightly to uh, include yeah. number four. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Pushed it back slightly from 11 to 4. <laughs> just, <laughs> just slightly. Yeah.
3: Just in the grand scheme, given there's 57 doctors now with all the Times' yeah. children, you know, yeah. it's not that yeah.
0: much. I only count what I see on the telly.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, there were at least half a dozen there's children um, in uh, Times'
2: children. Uh, I think there's, what is it? I can't remember the artist. He's on Deviant Arts. And he's painted a picture mm-hmm. of every single actor that has been associated as the Doctor. Oh, God, that's going
0: right. to be... And awesome. it's, yeah, it's, it's full of different... You'd better have David Banks in there. I th- Yeah,
2: yeah, I think Banksy's yeah. in there somewhere, yeah. if I remember rightly. I'll have to have another look. Because
0: he did look. the stage show. He did
2: the show, uh, yeah. I
3: think it was only one night, but yeah. One night, yeah, but, he, but did
0: it. he did It's still
2: there. It's still there.
3: He played
0: the Doctor. <laughs>
3: did, in an official capacity.
0: Yeah, cyber leader and Doctor. Mm-hmm. Eddie...
2: More
0: <laughs> addendums.
2: I am addendumed out.
0: That's the well, end Ashley. of the <laughs> <laughs> That is the end of the news. Yay. Yay. Are we sure? Now, we've been to the cinema. We have. It's not all up. necessarily <laughs> together. Oh. And we went to see a film. It is. And it's not quite a sci-fi film no No. it's spy-fi it's a spy-fi film
1: oh i saw a different film i saw migration
0: (laughs) nah that's not the one (laughs) and it's quite an amusing film Mm -hmm. even Mm -hmm. if the rspca got their knickers in a twist we've been watching argyle Mm -hmm. pull some music
2: So Matthew Vaughan of Kingsman fame, particularly. It is very much a Kingsman film, setting that type of universe. It's slightly more watered down. It is. It's not quite as
3: adult in places. Yeah, yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah. Uh, It's not as much blood. Not as
3: blood. Yeah,
2: not as much uh, penetration. But it's still,
0: in my opinion, very, very good. It is very good. It's very good. I I sat there and I thought, this definitely has a Kingsman feel. And then there's a bit where the two heroes fight the bad guys. Yeah. They go into this beautiful ballet <laughs> yeah. as they shoot everyone and there's... And I went, like, this is so Kingsman. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then there is a final scene, yeah. mid-credits.
3: Yeah. Oh, I I didn't save that.
0: Ah, right. Yeah. There's a mid credit scene where a young man goes to the Kingsman, Kingsman Arms, Arms pub. pub. Oh, okay. And says, I'd like a something, something twist. And Guy says... Hold this, hold this, hold the, just the twist. And I give him a box with a gun in it. And he says, Aren't you a bit young? What's your name? Argyle. And it sets you up for the prequel to this.
2: It's essential. It's essentially, okay. it's essentially <laughs> the beginning of the first book,
0: right?
1: Yeah,
2: right. The basic premise is we have an author who is well renowned and known for the set of Argyle spy fiction books. Yes, that Bruce she Dice
3: writes. Character. Hey,
2: and she's writing them. It is transpiring for some peculiar reason she's writing real life. What she ri- writes has happened. Mm-hmm. To her, it's all original. It's all, yeah, fiction. it's all fiction. It
3: happens to coincide with reality. Yes, There's a few names changed here and there yes. slightly.
2: Yeah. She's yeah. not
0: aware that it's coordinating with no. reality. No. No. no,
2: Until it suddenly lands in her lap in one fantastically choreographed train journey.
1: Yeah, the sequence was so <laughs> good.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's got writer's block, so she decides to go and see her mum, yeah. and her and her mum are going to to work through the last chapter because she just really can't figure out what's going to happen next. There's a reason for this. It yeah. is. <laughs> yeah.
2: I don't know how far we want to go for well, spoiling music because it?
0: it's. Yeah, spoiling music, spoiling <laughs> music. la 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 We can't talk about this without giving something. We should wise. mention that she
3: sees her characters played out. So we've got Henry Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill yeah. plays, plays Argyle. Argyle.
2: Yeah, there there is wonderful scenes where we have mid fight. She's hiding under a table, or whatever. Yeah, these two guys are fighting, and then suddenly Henry Cavill will fly past, winking yeah.
0: <laughs> at her. <laughs> yeah. yeah, playing so a
3: James Bond sort of character. Yeah yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. she gets stressed or whatever, she sees him and she talks to him in the mirror and. That kind of stuff. Yeah.
4: yeah. I isn't have
0: it? to say, the star of the show is her cat. Okay. The cat
2: does sort of turn up quite a bit.
4: Yeah. yeah.
0: The cat is actually oh Catherine O'Hare, isn't it? Who's the lead? Bryce well, Howard's. Bryce oh, sorry.
2: Bryce Howard the, is the, is the female.
0: The cat uh, is actually Bryce Howard's
2: Bryce Dennis Howard's, uh, yeah, cat. Cat. yeah. Yeah.
0: And you can tell that because there's some opening scenes where she actually picks up the cat and carries it back. I mean, in real life. And you can tell the way the cat... For any cat owner, you're sitting there going, that cat is relaxed to that person. And it looks at her in a certain way that... You sit and go, that cat likes her. But it's also very obvious that it's used to riding in the backpack. No, they're not a new idea. I've had a backpack for my girls for 18 months and they've been around for a long time.
3: (laughs) They have little bubble windows.
0: You can get them with bubble windows. My one's got meshing. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. um, because you can unzip the top so they can stick their head out if they want. <laughs> which they quite like in the car. But yeah, it's a mixture between real life and CGI. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah some is. of
1: those bits are definitely and real. And she's... Um,
0: you hope not, anyway. You know, <laughs> yeah. All the, yeah. All the way through, she, she loses the cat for a little while, but it's like, yeah, all the way through, This mayhem on chaos of that, Yeah, you know, gotta get a cat!
2: It is quite star laden. It's oh, an yeah. ensemble oh, yeah. piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot of recognisable faces in there. Isn't mm. it. John
1: Cena as well. He played jo- the other. Yeah, John yeah. Cena yeah, he's got played a small role.
2: Yeah, mm. Dua Lipa's in it. Samuel L. Jackson. Yes, Brian... Brian... turned up a lot of yeah uh, Vaughan stuff. Brian Cranston. Mm. Yes, yeah.
0: he's in it quite a bit, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. We won't say how.
2: how. In what? In what <laughs> way? And yeah. also, I do have the question: Why is it in everything? And mm. I do mean everything. Sam Rockwell appears in. Yeah. He has to dance.
3: <laughs> okay, yeah. Everything. Did he ever
2: dance in Galaxy uh, Quest? Iron Man 2 walks across right, the yeah, stage. Yeah. He has a quick uh, uh, shuffle. Nearly every... Don't you, think he'd
3: dance in... See how they run a There okay. is
2: a, there's a YouTube <laughs> list and it shows every single film that he's been in quite a few with his little dancing (laughs) and apparently they're not in the script
4: okay
1: okay. (laughs) i just want to say about like the film for like the sequences like especially on the train when you have that fight sequence i've got a credit to this for the editing oh yeah Yeah. like the way they spliced together like two different people doing a scene it was like wow yeah
0: Yeah. that's it because you have the real life fight that's yeah. going on and then you've got the fight she sees yeah. Yeah. which is where the guy that's come to help her kill her she's not sure at this point she sees him as argyle yes. at certain yeah. points it's a bit of a romp they end up running around london and america and in the book she's got to a point where argyle's going to pick up the pass key that contains all the information that will bring down the evil consortium, <laughs> and she can't figure out what happens next. Yeah, yeah. Once they find the passkey, she will yeah. figure <laughs> out what happens next. Yeah.
1: I do love that scene though, when you're like in Argos, like watching Argyle, and then like he realises. That he doesn't know what to do next, and she keeps rewriting that scene.
0: Oh yes, <laughs> yeah. I thought... she's
2: writing the book, and that's yeah. when the um, the writer's block hits. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah.
0: I thought Henry Cavill was very, very good in he, it. He, he is it very good. Yeah, he, he's not overly present. And by that I mean he's a big name because he's so. He is not the star of the no, show. He, he is he's the supporting
2: act. Yeah.
3: You think he is given the poster? They've yeah, very yeah. deliberately put oh, him yeah.
0: centre, put
2: him front centre. That he's yeah. a he he's even, not.
0: even though he's the star of the book, yeah. he is yeah. the star by name.
2: It's unrecorded. Yeah,
0: star. when he appears, it really is as a fictional character. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very subdued almost one dimension. Well, that's but that's not to belay how he's acting it no. is it's really hard to play it to make it yeah. th- look that real but one dimensional as well if you know no, what i mean yeah, no, yeah. Mm. he is a
2: cypher and it's played as a cypher that's it yes yeah. well done
0: yeah it's so well underplayed yeah
1: yeah, yeah exactly like he gets exactly the right Level.
0: Yeah, he
2: he knows what he's playing and he pitches it perfectly. Yeah, yeah.
0: How they get him back for a sequel, I suppose you still sort of have to imagine him. The next one is a prequel. Oh, okay. Because it turns out Argyle, the real Argyle agent, is actually Kingsman. Okay. He, hence yeah. why the little yeah. trailer. So the next one is going to be the prequel, and then the third one is going to be a sequel where mm-hmm. we find out a bit more about. What, she gets up to with her hero husband saviour okay. and Argyle. <laughs> right. Hopefully,
2: it won't. Uh, there'll be enough there to get it made. I, it's my understanding it hasn't done very well, which is really? a great it's a shame. shame.
3: It's an Apple, isn't it? It's an Apple It's film. Apple
2: TV, yeah.
3: They don't seem to have a good track record of stuff in cinemas Yeah. Apple, because Napoleon was theirs.
0: I think it's because they release it on Apple TV at the same time. Well, that's time.
3: the problem, is it? People think, well, I can just wait a yeah, few it, weeks this, and this it a, on I, Apple, and I can just watch it. I,
0: I
2: don't think it has been marketed all that well, no. personally. No. Mm. And like you said, it's also going to be released in a few months if that a few weeks yeah. on apple tv so most people are gonna go oh i'll stay home and watch it i'm not paying 23 quid or whatever to yeah but i, and, and I no I, regret
1: not seeing it
3: in yeah, i still
2: maintain yeah. certain films are designed for the cinema and that is the best medium to watch them. Eat. Yeah, it's
3: definitely one of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh god, yeah.
2: yeah. And it's, it's a great shame if it doesn't get uh a, a, the ratings hit and they don't make another one. It's it's a, it's a loss.
3: It is because it's a great story. I must admit, i had been told sort of what to expect. Yeah. in that it's a story within a story almost so yeah. i thought there might be an extra layer or two than there actually was yeah that didn't turn out to be quite that complicated it's <laughs> a bit of a shame but i but felt as if it, i was a bit spoiled yeah. i thought it might be more than it
1: was but i wasn't expecting anywhere no. near as many um plot twists
3: no
2: okay like, we went in fresh i went in fresh mm, and i was yeah. just
1: like plot twist okay there's no wait there's no one what there's no
2: one.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that's I, it. I
2: do like the lines.
0: And why is my mum suddenly English? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I I literally went into it not knowing yeah.
3: much. I wish I'd gone in not
0: knowing uh, very much. I yeah. seen a lot of the promo stuff and all the rest of it. And all I knew was it was kind of like a quirky spy yeah. film. Yeah. Yeah. And I like a quirky spy film.
2: In Like Flint, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So
0: I thought, yeah, I didn't even know Samuel, Samuel Jackson was in it, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, yeah, it was an a afternoon, nothing to do, out with the Cine World card, and let's go and watch it. Yeah. Um, and I thoroughly enjoyed yeah. it, but yeah. I love the Kingsman films. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah same. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: And that if you enjoy the Kingsman films, you well done, will it. enjoy it, this.
2: It it is a Kingsman film with the file with the serial number filed <laughs> off. Basically, basically.
0: yeah. yeah.
4: yeah.
0: Well, a it's bit so, more PG rated. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's the same universe. If you like quirky spy films, it's a quirky spy film, you know. It's got the right level of humorous Yeah sort of like action adventure and
2: I don't want to say uh, knowing looks to the camera but they are there oh yeah oh yeah
3: yeah Yeah. Yeah, great cast who knew exactly what they were doing they're playing it completely correctly it is a bit of a spoof in its own Mm. way
2: and the best spoofs are played serious
0: yeah Yeah. I did have one thing though out of it there came the RSPCA which is the uh, Royal Society for the protection of cruelty to animals pointed out that you shouldn't put cats in backpacks well it isn't a Backpack, it's a specially made yeah, cat yeah, Backpack,
2: it's not... yeah. But it's got the
0: other thing is, there is a scene in this where they have to jump off the mm-hmm. side of a building. The building's what about four or five floors, yeah, something like that. Yeah, and it's going to go onto what looks like some crash mats. Yeah, yeah. So you've got the hero, and you've got the heroine, and she's got the cat in its little backpack at the back, <laughs> and she's not going to jump off. So, our hero scruffs the cat by its neck and drops it over the edge of the building. Mm -hmm. It falls, it lands on the crash match, it bounced, there's then a scene they jump, it's all a bit comedy. Mm -hmm. The RSPCA did a thing about you shouldn't scruff a cat to pick it up, it's not good for the cat. They didn't mention dropping it over the (laughs) side. (laughs) So so we can drop a cat six
4: floors, but
0: most vets scruff cats. Yeah, the parents scruff cats. (laughs) No, no, we don't want you to scruff the cat, but you can throw. (laughs) I'm just sort of like. For the scene that it was that this related. Yeah. And okay, it was a CGI cat that was dropped home. We could be pretty yeah. sure it wasn't a real cat.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah. But it was I just sort of like when I actually saw it, that whole little interview that I'd heard beforehand just made me laugh because I'm like Yeah, you're really emphasising the wrong thing here. But I did like that scene because they jump, of course it's like a trampoline. (laughs) So the CGI cat comes up, legs are flying.
1: (laughs) It was a very good CGI cat
2: though. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was, at points, hard to tell the join.
2: Yeah. Mm. It's very well done. Which shows well you how together. much it's
0: come on, because things like fur and that mm. is really difficult oh, yeah. to, to animate. used to be, yeah. And then you've got to be very precise in this case, because you're not making a generic cat. You're You've got to make specific. that one that looks exactly the same as the real yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. It does show you how much that technology's come yeah. on. Yeah.
3: That whole scene reminds me how different Sam
0: Rockwell's character is to Argyle.
3: Yeah. They're yeah. doing the same sort of job, but in a very different sort of way. He's a much more realistic yeah. the so character. Ar- he does get beaten up. Yeah, Argyle
2: <laughs> is cool, sophisticated, yeah. and in charge of any situation. James yeah. Bond. Yeah, yeah. yeah. whereas Sam Rockwell quite often got the proverbial kicked yeah. out of him. Yeah, yeah. Yes. In the amusing way (laughs) yeah
0: which is probably more realistic to what it's like as a spy yeah well Mm -hmm. yes but no it's uh, i thought i enjoyed it it
2: has the i I watched it with fake keith Ah, and it does have the done seal of approval
3: yeah i agree the only thing i had was when watching that scene you mentioned about the big fight in the corridor with all the the colorful gas. that was so good the bit of music used. Did anybody recognise it? No.
0: Yes, at the time, but I can't remember what it is now.
3: It's run by Snow Patrol. That's right, <laughs> it's, yes. Oh, it's a a yeah. cover of it, at least. Yeah. Which yeah. is music they used in Confidential when Equiston left. left.
0: Yeah. Uh,
4: yeah. yeah. Take it back
3: to that, that time back in 2005 when Equiston left. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Took me
0: out of it a bit. But... <laughs> that, that, a, that was the scene that gave me the most um, Kingsman vibes, because it yeah. reminded oh, me of yeah. the heads blowing out yeah. 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 So, dear listeners, if you've seen Argyle, tell us what you think by emailing us at show... At... (laughs) StaggeringStories.net So, dear listener, we have been watching some old Doctor Who. Yeah. In fact, we've been watching some old Doctor Who for the very first time (sighs) in colour. Yes. Ooh. We've been watching some Doctor Who that has left most people over the age of 40 scarred for life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe 50. Maybe
3: 50, yeah. 1970. January yeah, 1970. so I,
0: I... <laughs> most people over the age of 50 scarred for life. We've been watching Spearhead from Space. Pause for music?
2: That's <laughs> Talking of scarred for life, I can remember standing in town centre yeah. counting all the mannequins <laughs> in the shop windows. i to say they were
3: particularly ugly mannequins. Who would ever buy them? I've yeah, 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 no idea.
2: God
0: <laughs> knows, they so, might
2: be poseable, but they can put people off buying those yeah. clothes.
0: So, spearhead from Sace. Yeah, the first jumper we story. I
2: it is. It is yeah, it's he's just, just mm-hmm. been force regenerated.
0: Yep, Apparently, falls so, out of the. Yeah. Cardis. Yep, this bush. is also grass. the first not filmed in colour, but the first transmitted in colour. Yep. Hey, mm-hmm. both. No, they did some tests filming of some of the other stuff in of some of Trouton in colour. Didierly. Not whole not whole stories but the odd bits mm, okay. in the early days. But this is the first proper official. Colour Doctor Who, and not only that, it's the only classic Who
3: which is entirely shot on film, sixteen mm film, sixteen yeah. mm film. So it's not thirty five so It looks a bit grainy, but uh,
2: you do notice
3: it. Yeah, it, it does... does feel like a, a motion picture, yeah. like a film, the way it does it's so shot on single se- camera. All, all seemed
2: to be filmed on location. It was all right? shot
3: on location yeah. because um, of strikes, I believe. Yeah. yeah, what a surprise, indeed.
0: And this is the one that was homaged. Given that this was the new launch of Doctor Who when it came into colour, mm-hmm. when Doctor Who was relaunched, yeah, yep, as this is the features the first appearance of the Nesting, yes. nesting consciousness. So Doctor arrives, bang, falls out of the Tardis eh. and ends up in hospital, local little hospital, the, one of the old cottage hospitals, one of the yep. old cottage hospitals, actually
2: cottage, cottage in hospital in Epping. Epping.
0: Epping. Yes. At the meantime, at the same time, simultaneously. Almost and coincidentally, exactly. at the same point in which he arrives, same place, basically, basically, same forest, yeah. There's these meteorites that are falling from space and not.
2: Thunderballs or Burning could, up
0: on the, the atmosphere.
2: Second batch of
0: meteorites. Second batch. Mm. And a, a new group appear called Unit. Not entirely new. Not into, we've seen them in... Um, yeah, Cybermen. Cybermen and that. Invasion, yeah. But they, they're, they're monitoring it and getting a bit disturbed. So is Brigadier Alistair Lethbridge Gordon Stewart. I bet it. Now, I can't remember quite why he thought the Doctor might
2: arrive. Um, <laughs> well, it's it's... Alien shenanigans, they have had other alien shenanigans at least twice, yes. and he has suddenly turned, turned up. Yeah. I don't think he was expecting, no, hoping,
0: but certainly hoping he
3: did mention him. And then yeah. one of his guys called in, We found a, a police box here yeah, in the forest it. where we've been searching for That's the, right. the, yeah. the uh,
0: meteors. This is also one of the few stories. Now, Matt Smith might have done a story where allegedly the doctor was naked and wearing holographic clothes. Oh, yeah. This one, the doctor was naked. <laughs> we get shout. to see the, the doctor in the bath. <laughs> Although Matt Smith
3: also has a shower, yeah, yeah. He? yeah, yeah. Don't have yeah. a callback probably not. Yeah,
0: um, <laughs> the doctor has amnesia because he's been force regenerated, mm-hmm. and all he can remember is shoes, shoes. Because yeah. apparently Tardis keys in the shoes, yeah. so he wants to get that's out.
2: Carried on in robot as, as well. Is. And McGann, as
0: I think about shoes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So he, he um, starts to get the idea of he needs to get back to the Tardis but he needs to steal some clothes so at the hospital he ends up yeah. in the we've, shower we've, turned to, we've to shower
2: we've had a lot of stealing clothes in the yeah. hospital over the year it first happened with Pertwee yeah. happened with McGann yeah. and also happened with
0: Eleven what is yeah, this? Script, yeah.
4: this yeah. is yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: um, because the doctor the clothes he stole is a bit flamboyant he ends up with the cape and the flamboyant yeah. clothes yeah that doctor comes in with the cape and everything almost in Pertwee's costume you think.
3: Yeah. Yeah. what is he yeah. meant to be wearing? <laughs> the doctor you can get away with it but some. His Random doctor? <laughs> he's yeah. an
2: eccentric. He he was a surgeon. A consultant. I yeah. And, and he of.
0: also borrows an old car. Yeah.
2: Mm. Um, a red which, one. A condition.
0: red one yeah. which the Brigadier won't let him keep but becomes Bessie, um the yeah. yellow car. So the first half the first episode is really a case of the doctor not knowing he's the doctor, the yeah. brigadier figuring out that he's arrived, the bad yeah. guys. Figuring out something's going We're on as trying well. Kidnapping. Kidnapping. The yeah. Episode one or two, I forget. Yeah. The... yeah, end of episode one. And these mysterious things landing from space. Yeah, the meteors. Meteors. Mm. We also get the introduction of. Liz Shaw. Liz Shaw. Yep. Who doesn't quite believe she's hired by the brigadier um actually i think
2: seconded seconded yeah, yeah. drafted in yeah.
0: and she kind of like thinks all this stuff of falling stuff from space and that's a load of gum brigadier says oh they've been alien invasions
3: before she doesn't believe it yeah
0: yeah and a plastics factory is taken over mm-hmm. and eventually <laughs> the doctor starts to get an idea who he is and joins UNIT.
2: yeah sort of half failing to get away <laughs> Halfway through episode two, I think it's yeah. When the doctor actually is up and running. Yeah, it doesn't take him too long. No.
0: The famous Something... scene that the part of the, the, the thing that Nestines are gonna take over with is that they make these shop mannequins. They're fully fully Posable shop man the most ugly looking things you've ever seen <laughs> yep. but surely posable, so they're becoming very prolific and they'll end up in all the shops so when the nesting consciousness activates them they all take over and their hands drop down etc mm-hmm. and there is this famous scene of yeah. the autons at the end of the episode they're raising their hands coming to life you hear the glass being smashed.
3: You don't see it. Yeah.
0: You don't see it. And then the next thing you see is them walking down the streets, shooting people.
3: Yeah, yeah, shooting at a policeman, no less. Yeah. Yeah, take out Now,
0: apparently... <laughs> The reason you don't see it is they managed to persuade the company to feel let them film, but they weren't going to let them break their shop well, windows. No,
3: <laughs> no in Newhar in Rose, they actually built a, a false front yeah. to the shop so they could put fake glass. Yeah, in now, the, this was
4: glass. a
0: genuine shop that they. Yeah. Used. I, I
2: could be mistaken, but you do get to see when they first step out. You do see to. Glass. You see broken you, glass you on the see, floor. You yeah, you don't see the shop window front, no. but no. you do see broken glass on the floor, and then stepping
0: out. You get it's implied. Yeah, you yeah, get yeah, the sound. Yeah, yeah. That one is very benign. You know the, the mannequins move. Hear the glass break. Next thing you know. There is a whole generation out there that if you put in a room with mannequins would be very, 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 very uncomfortable. (laughs) Two generations presumably, yeah. Now with the the second low. Poor Mary Whitehouse
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's watching this it is interesting to me how many things are carried over into rows. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Certainly the sound effects are there. Yeah. You don't see the shots in Rose, but in in this one they have a sort of reversed smoke, orange yeah, the smoke. Total effect.
3: destruction, is a yeah. great effect. Yeah. yeah,
2: but also it's the facsimiles, mm. uh, General Scobie. Yeah. Now, watching the Reactionists, you get a lot of mocking about Mickey and his plastic face and his. His, uh, yeah. Plastic hair. But that was carried over. That's taken directly from this because they. The Scobie facts, in
3: particular. Scoby has honest. a very
0: shiny face. Yeah, very yeah. plastic When he,
2: When he's taken over, when he's. So, so to,
0: yeah, that's the other thing. To infiltrate the government, etc., the Nestines are making copies, copies. for Madame Tussauds. Mm. But instead of them being wax, they're plastic because it's a new technique. Yeah. Right. They almost plasticide the human and replace it with an autumn type right. of style. Yeah. So. You've and got these. So they,
2: they look very Mickey like, you know, yeah. shiny skin yeah. and. I must make 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 look make back
0: Yeah, I don't think I ever noticed it before, but
3: watching it on the Blu ray on my big screen, the porters who take the doctor, yes. they also. Yeah. I'm, I never. It not quite so prominent as it is with I, Scobie.
2: I, I did notice, because I watched this in my lunch hour on mm. the tablet, and I did notice that his assistants for yeah. the ambulance were very shiny.
3: They were, yeah. Which I don't think I'd ever noticed before. Yeah. Which makes sense. Eventually, of course, the doctor fights. Basically, creates an Auton gun yeah. and shoots them all dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very, very, very short I think does the, uh, does the final killing of
2: the... Yeah, I do like that. I want to just talk into this. <laughs> <Done>. Yeah,
0: <laughs> But there was a lovely scene the end. The cliffhanger was the tentacle. Oh, the Auton tentacle yeah. the... comes out of the pot and the, the doctor grabs it, wraps it round his neck and fires yeah. yeah. In
2: <laughs> In the target novelisation, the nesting creature is described as a mix between a crab, spider and an octopus. Mm. On the... The actual set you've got basically octopus tentacles that disappear behind a tank. Yeah. and John Pertwee doing his best to uh, try to fight it off and wrap it round his- yeah. <laughs> they do a lot of it in reverse I think a
3: lot of it reverse, unwraps yeah. it unwraps
2: it or wraps itself around his leg i.e. Okay. it unwraps itself yeah, around yeah, yeah, the yeah, leg yeah, yeah, and yeah. they just reverse the fight. I think
3: the actual creature in the glass
2: yeah the, like, the eyeball
3: yeah that thing the, the pulsing is really good yeah, mm, yeah. it's a really effective clearly there's breathing or something you know, yeah, got it, it air had, yeah
2: it's, a, it's an eyeball with what I can only describe as a clear or silver plastic bag and someone's behind it, it's pulling it backwards and forwards. Yeah, and yeah, the screen. yeah it
3: looks really good. It, like, yeah, actually, back back end look even better. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, again
2: with with who? It looks fantastic for the first couple of seconds, yeah. but then the camera lingers it's on it I think that one holds up actually,
0: yeah. but because uh, <laughs> as as they're finding the little nestines inside these asteroids that are meteorites that yeah, fall, they're putting them into this vat, so it's the nesting consciousness can reform itself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's another thing.
3: intelligence, isn't it? Yeah.
0: yeah. But the interesting thing is, this, you got the Doctor doesn't know who he is. Yeah. He's he's basically been mind wiped because yeah. um, the because this the, is,
2: takes place after the trial. After so the they, trial, he's, he's lost the
3: knowledge of time,
2: time travel. travel. Yeah.
0: And to an extent, he's lost. He has quite literally lost his identity. He's Regeneration been regenerated, trauma. Yeah. And I mean, he's he's really in regen trauma with knobs on kind of stuff. Is it, this
2: this is the first watching this. This is the first time we've had proper trauma because looking back at power of the daleks it's 10 minutes if that Mm. this is a major deal we spend an episode unconscious basically
3: yeah yeah Yeah. a bit like telling to yeah yeah, Yeah, it, it, to an yeah, so yeah it's,
0: it's, it's it's very much the first time the, that you've got regeneration yeah, trauma. The,
2: the, yeah. I think yeah. this is a lot of firsts. It's the first time we have regeneration trauma, which yeah. is carried on to a lesser, greater extent in the future. Yeah. We find out that he's got the wrong temperature. Yes, we find out that his blood is not non- human. Yeah. and I think I could be mistaken. I think this is the first time we have the mention of the two hearts.
0: Oh, not sure. Yeah, I know they mention he's got the two hearts on this one because they yeah, yes. Because I had th- do the x ray, yeah, and they think it- I again, think. Which again is repeated yeah. in the TV movie. Yeah, but I, I think uh, yeah. up
2: until Pat Troughton, I think. They didn't mention two hearts.
0: Okay, I
2: think I'm mean, willing to admit think I could they be mistaken. Much,
0: uh, Hartnell, they didn't. No, because they hadn't even quite figured no, out. They hadn't even figured he out. He yeah, wasn't yeah, even yeah. called Gallifrey. Yeah, yeah
2: <laughs> I yeah. do love the fact that according to the role playing game, okay. Hartnell one had a
0: faulty valve
2: in one of his hearts. <laughs> so whenever he fainted and people listened, they'd only hear the one
0: heartbeat.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a last little getaway. <laughs> By the end of the story, you pretty much had the doctor we were going to oh, see yeah. oh yeah. Yeah, yeah
2: yeah, He's he's going forward it's a fully established entity by the yeah, end of it. Yeah.
0: it a lot of the costume was actually John Perkwood's yeah. own costume yeah. it was his own clothes he I had it someone the- else to wear so he could then nick I think it, it was his
2: grandfather's or he was up oh, in the attic at some the, of it was it his could, <laughs> yeah, that, that could be an apocryphal tale but
0: the, sh- the shirts were definitely <laughs> 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 so he, he kind of almost turned up to work in what he was wearing yeah. almost such a shame he got rid of the hat though mm. Yeah, he
2: didn't keep that very long, did he?
0: No. No. But Tom found it later (laughs) on for the fourth time. (laughs) But yeah, you start off with this doctor that doesn't really know who he is, where he is, or anything... You've got UNIT introduced. You've got colour introduced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've got a new Doctor introduced. All in one episode. Yeah. And it's only a four-part. And as well. it's only a four-part. I was, was
2: going to say, once the Doctor gets involved, it is over pretty quickly. It is, yeah. yeah. it's a, an episode goes, and a half.
3: Goes along to the to the factory, and yeah. that's pretty much yeah. it. Yeah, he wipes
0: them out. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's quite an iconic. Iconic image, the the Autons coming out. I mean, he's been used now, still on the TV, and the fact that it is brought back for the relaunch yeah.
3: of all oh, of. I they come the back the next season. Yeah. Of the Autons
0: for for all of the 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 creatures and enemies that have been faced by the Doctor or face the Doctor, that to recreate that story to some extent, yeah. mm. as you're one to launch the entire well, new I think you can, can age
3: RTD. He's clearly one of those kids traumatised yeah. by the yeah.
0: Doctor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh,
2: even with um, uh, Spearhead from Space, it was effectively a relaunch because there yeah. was discussing finishing it after... Um, Mm.
3: The fact they didn't have a proper regeneration. You didn't see regeneration into uh, into Pertwee. They'd left it
2: open, yeah.
0: In some ways, although a lot more of Pertwee's stories become longer when you get more six-parters and what have you... Eight-parters, oh, God. This is very much almost a modern story
3: yeah if you particularly the way it's shot the way
0: it's shot the pace of it the length of it if you took out the end and start credits and you edited this together as as a mini movie you would get most people that watch Doctor Who now to quite comfortably sit down and watch. Yeah. There'll be stuff yeah. in it that's archaic because of the fact that the time it was set in, <laughs> you know, the phones, there's no mobiles and that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But just it's in terms of the actual pace of the story, and it would be so, so familiar to a lot yeah. of them to look yeah. at it. And it would almost be like, but they're copying what... No no, they're no, not copying. It's yeah. the other way round. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of talk of what which stories influenced and stamped their mark on the Doctor Who Parthenon and, and, and history and this to an extent not until you actually dissect it down do you realise how much of what's contained in this story has actually been a template for yeah. Yeah. going forward. Well, it was mm.
2: it was the template for the next Two three years, yeah.
0: But was, as we say, yeah. the whole generation yeah, um, yeah. that yeah. G- going going yeah. forward. But yeah.
2: it certainly was the setup for the unit years,
0: yeah.
3: Which was to itself invasion tried to set the template, which they went on to do. But yeah, yeah, this is it. This is it. This, this is the poetry uh, era.
0: Invasion
2: was the prototype. This yeah. is the mark one. Yeah, exactly. And Robert Holmes, of course. Marcus. Of course,
3: it's one of his great ones. Yeah. Looking at it, it's got to be one of the strongest first stories for a Doctor of okay. classic Who. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. A lot of them weren't great. No. But this one really was. Would I put it at the top? don't know, maybe. Depends, yeah, top, how you, depends how you count an earthy child. <laughs> yeah. If you include tribe with gum, that puts it down a fair bit. Yeah, yeah um, that drags it down. <laughs>
0: now, an earthly child is episode one. We'll forget about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is one of those ones that's consistently in my top fifty. Yeah, and um, it
3: really does benefit from being all shot on location. location. Yeah, all on film, and it, because of that, it's the only classic who we've got in high def. Mm. It's the only one which is shot on a <laughs> entirely on a medium which could be high def. Okay, we've got upscaled
2: Blu-rays now
3: not quite but, the same but it's not
4: really <laughs>
2: the
3: same <laughs> yeah it's uh, also early unit in a way because we, no, we don't have Benton
2: no we don't have Benton although Yates. he did appear in Invasion yeah, yeah. He said He's not. got Munro um, is it yeah, yeah. it's Munro it's not Yates yeah I don't think we ever find out what happens to Munro does he get killed off or does he just disappear I think
0: he just disappears is this the he, only one he did I think it might have been he, I don't he, know. He, got, he got moved to another it was, um,
2: the first season it was the the cast was besides the main three mm-hmm. the cast was in flux
3: yes yeah so I, the, Liz Shaw is very much an assistant rather than a companion as well,
2: Yeah, Mm. if you want to make a distinction. She was um, a full-up, paid Oxford professor who had her own researches that she was complaining about that she was nicked for. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Liz Shaw's interesting in terms of of companion's assistants or or what have you, in that she's... Intellectually, the doctor's equal.
2: She will certainly give him a run for his money, I think, on certain subjects. Knowledge, clearly, because
3: where she's from, where and when she's from. The the
2: knowledge and the range, but what she does know, she's very, very good at. And she, she, at his level. Uh, and she takes no prisoners with the Brigadier either. Oh, no. God, yeah. And yeah. she,
0: when the Doctor's explaining stuff, because she is a scientist in her own right, mm-hmm. she's absorbing it. Yeah.
4: yeah. And
0: I love Sarah Jane. I think Sarah Jane's wonderful, and she's given a lot of credit for being the first feminist assistant. Yes, she's not. But Liz <laughs> Shaw is. Liz Shaw takes no prisoners. Yeah, yeah, I would say Liz <laughs> Shaw...
3: It's very much that sort of character predating yeah. Sarah Jane Smith. You might even go back to the previous companion of Zoe, because also yeah. somewhat the Doctor's equal in intellect. And yeah. So, yeah, there's been a, a line of them. It doesn't start with Sarah Jane.
0: It's a shame Liz only did the one season.
3: It is. And well, she didn't intend to leave. No. no.
0: And she never got to go anywhere in time or space. No. So there's a lot of arguments whether she was a companion. She no, Or not, because <laughs> she never went anywhere. But yeah. If people...
3: People's Which, companion as well? I if
2: people in count the Brigadier and Benton, then I'm sure she's definitely a, com- a, a <laughs> companion. Well, some, some people don't count the Brigadier,
3: although I would. Yeah. Yeah, it's up to the debate what a companion is, really.
0: I liked Liz, Liz's character. Yeah. I yeah. really did. I yeah. thought she was a very good character. And I would have liked to have seen her carry on into the next season. Bit of a
3: shame they did seem to want to regress to more of a screamer. Yeah, and Joe. Joe Grant is a great character, but yeah, but mm. she she isn't on the doctor's level. No. no, and she what isn't meant to be? She's meant to be a different the, sort of character. She,
2: she's meant to be the audience.
0: Yeah, she's the
3: what's that doctor? What is it? What How is can it, we yeah, be yeah. that doctor? Yeah. yeah,
0: and of course this is the beginning of a very for, for effectively almost three seasons. This is the beginning of a very very earthbound yeah I mean we go on now about oh, is it going to be a location shoot? this area, yeah, it'll be. <laughs> somewhere on earth somewhere on earth (laughs) (laughs) somewhere on earth and not by location by story everything came to earth because the doctor wasn't leaving earth there wasn't Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. TARDIS wasn't working I think
2: this is it this is one of the reasons why we chose this to review it with Argyle because it's uh, the show itself changed from sci-fi to spy-fi it did
3: Mm. yeah in some ways yeah we get a lot of corrupt people either in um, industry in this case or in the military or in government and yeah,
2: it's... the aliens and bug eyed monsters were still there, but also you now had humans purely earth based villainy. Yeah. yeah,
0: and it did seem to rotate around ministers and <laughs> governments an awful yes. lot of the times. If not the protagonists, the enablers, yeah, knowing mm-hmm. enablers were ministers, yeah. governors, or people who were happy to turn a blind eye because they were going to get a backhander from that. Yes, we're supporting this because it will support the British industries. Oh, yeah, and the the money I'm getting under the table, none the the more. There was quite a lot of, in the real world, there was a lot of political unrest at this point in time. Um, You were going to come into the minor strike three-day week, we were going to vote to join the EU over the next few years and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. All of which has been reflected in the Doctor Who stories and it makes me laugh when you get people <laughs> going Doctor Who's too political Doctor Who's too environmental <laughs> it's turning into a woke e- you really need to watch John with era yeah. and know what was going on in society at that time yeah. if you want woke Doctor Who Yeah. Um, The nerdy wells are the politicians, yeah. the ministers, they have the business. have to be, don't they? If you're stuck
3: on Earth, yeah. who yeah. are your antagonists going to be? They've got to be people of power. Yeah. Because you've got to be able to tell the brigadier, no, you can't do this or that. So they've got to be ministers or somebody... Somebody with authority that over clout. him. Yeah. yeah.
0: But very, very frequently, was it like this one where they were replaced? They were William partisans. <laughs> oh, <about>. yes. <laughs> yeah.
3: In this case, Scobie didn't intend to go against... Uh, yeah. Let's be These are
0: nice setups, but we don't have them master in here yet the master hasn't no, been introduced next who's going to be the next season's going to be out but who is also introduced in an auton story yes yeah.
3: yeah. opening the next season you're yeah, right
0: the autons for for a character or an adversary that's not been you know necessarily made much of a highly rated it launched it into color it launched the master it mm. launched the reboot
3: it's clearly popular yeah. yeah yeah proper enough to bring them back at the beginning of next season also, this one is odd in that it's produced by Derek Sherwin, who did the end of Troughton's era. Yeah. It's not till the next story we get Barry Letts, yeah. which is weird to have one story at the beginning of the season which is still a hangover with Derek Sherwin. Yeah. And then we get the de facto Pertwee-era guys of uh, Barry Letts and Terence Dix from next story, second story, which is weird.
0: Hmm. But yeah, this is one I enjoy watching. Yep. I'll happily watch it, because it's only, f- only four parts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Believe me, only four parts is a blessing compared to some of what... Yeah, next one's
3: <laughs> Silurians, which is six, isn't it? Yeah. It's no, a seven. good one
0: to watch. And I have to admit, <laughs> if any of our listeners are only really into Who from from the relaunches and haven't watched any of the old Who stuff, this is one I would actually recommend you watch.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was saying this.
0: Because yeah, it one. is doable as four parts. So it is doable in terms of the pace. And there is so much in there, you're suddenly going to go, ha oh, <laughs> ha oh, see where that came from. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, if you've watched her of the Autons, or you haven't, and you do, on this recommendation, let us know your thoughts by emailing us at show at
1: staggering
0: stories
4: dot net.
0: Woohoo! Woohoo! We'll Talking of plastic heads <laughs> Spitheads
4: hello, hello Head of, of Pertwee per and
1: Cyber Handles
2: yeah, yeah Handles Nebula uh, Dangerous Churchill Nazi Spark Graham uh, Sylvie Terence, Terence Dave Zilla don't A's
1: forget Daisy. A Clara's head <laughs> and legs.
2: <laughs> oh, that's folded, con- folded, up uh, folded up orange Clara. Folded up orange Clara. So, do we have any feedback? We have a bit of audio feedback. Ooh, Ooh.
0: From whom do we have
3: the audio feedback? This is from Catherine, the
2: dragon maker.
5: Yay!
2: Hello, Catherine. Hello,
0: Catherine.
5: Hello, Staggerers. Hello, Ooh, Hello, Dave Zilla the Mighty, and hello, Head of Pertwee. Also, hello to Fake Keith. So nice to hear you again. Hope your studies are going well, and that someone will pass on my greetings to you. <laughs> I will. In the last episode, y'all mentioned the new Knife Doctor box set, featuring Bernie Summerfield. Oh, yeah. I yes. was excited to hear about it, because I cannot get enough Benny in my life, and <laughs> promptly <laughs> texted my friend about it. And she replied, yes, I told you about it ages ago. (laughs) Oops. Regardless, I immediately purchased and downloaded the series. They were a good listen on the flight home from Gallifrey One. Ah, yes. Let's see. What else did y'all talk about? Ah, yes. Rebel Moon. (laughs) I have not seen it. And after listening to your discussion, I'm certainly not going to now. (laughs) Save yourself. And the web planet. Yep. Hey, something I've seen.
4: Mm,
5: Not recently, mind, but I do remember watching it at an Airbnb in Islington on my first <laughs> evening on your side of the pond entirely <laughs> too many years ago now. Yes, it moves at the speed of moss, yep, yep, yep. but I certainly applaud the efforts to do something completely different. Yes. No human or even human-ish characters except for the main cast. Yep. The creatures... Oh, those poor actors in the Zarby costumes. <laughs> yeah. The camera work. Back aches. What a great attempt. Just imagine what the show could do with a story like this today. Yeah. With mm. the mouse's money and CGI. Mm. Then again, maybe practical costumes would be fun to play with too. Yeah, but both. Gallifrey One.
4: Yeah. Yes. Oh,
5: yes. This convention has never failed to be an excellent experience for me.
4: Good.
5: Good. It's still, technically, the only convention I just attend rather than work. Oh, yeah. You know to have fun. Yeah. Mm. While I am walking around with a dragon to promote my wares, <laughs> it's still a lot of playtime. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to as many panels as I wanted to this year due to visiting with friends and trading ribbons, <laughs> but I did get to see most of both of Derek Jacoby's interviews. Oh, what a treasure. Yeah. Yeah. My aforementioned friend borrowed my dragon, Graham. <laughs> Thank you for naming him Keith. Mm. No, I didn't remember either, but she did. (laughs) And he was featured in the pic she got with Billy Piper. Ah! (laughs) It was an absolute tonic, getting to attend this year after weeks of stress over my cat, money, and other things. Mm. Mm. I had to let the cat go just before I left, and she's not in pain any longer. To be able to step outside my normal life for a few days and not wallow in grief... It was a blessing. Mm. My friends are far too kind to have helped me get to Galley this year. They tell me it's because I'm a good person. (laughs) My own opinion on that aside, I continue (laughs) to strive to be the person they think I am. Shouldn't we all? Yeah, definitely. Enough of that. Thank you for a great episode. I look forward to the next one. Anon, Catherine the Dragonmaker.
1: Oh, thank you, Catherine. Thank, thank, thank you, Catherine. You, yes. Thank you. I will get to on, yeah We've
2: got to go again. I we, haven't we're been gonna, yet. Yeah? No? Yeah. As, as a group, we've got to go again, and we've got to take you. Please. <laughs> 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 Roughly? Yeah, well. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, yes. <yeah. laughs> <laughs> Did you see the match on Friday? <laughs>
3: Hell of a game. Hell of a game. <laughs> yes, yes, oh, yes. yes. We should go next year. 2025, why not? We'll have to arrange it start saving now.
1: Okay. Yeah. Got to take my Matt Smith.
3: It is a good romp. It is a hectic weekend, but uh, good fun. Yeah.
0: Mm. So is that it? I think that is it. Oh.
1: (laughs) I believe that is the end.
0: As the sun sets. On another episode of Staggering Stories. Thank God. (laughs) We wistfully wander our way home with the letter... W. W. Witheringly. (laughs) wantonly, Wallaby. (laughs) (laughs) Wakehurst. I I can't think of W words
2: whoingly <laughs> witheringly, witheringly, whoingly witheringly, You're withering,
0: wanderingly, wanderingly,
2: or oh, whithering.
0: Back to our little dens, closets, holes, and tardises. <laughs> this is me, Jean, saying au revoir.
1: Me, Stephen, saying uh, goodbye.
2: Goodbye. We all have got both light and darkness inside us. What matters is the part we choose to act on. That is who we really are.
0: You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast series one number 440 featuring Adam J. Purcell, Gene Ridler, Keith Dunn and Stephen Clare. The views expressed are those of the speakers and do not necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended and this is an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net.
2: Uh, that's me deflating.
0: So, what are we doing first? Our or ambassadors of death? Shall we do our first? Um, um,
1: ambassadors. Uh, plant spiders, not
3: plant spiders. Uh, spear from space. Spear <laughs> of space. Oh, that's <laughs> the lucky. wrong
0: one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you put on their ambassadors of death.
1: No, spear of space.
0: This I just want to
2: make sure it. I don't go mad. Well this uh, I I've watched Spearhead from
3: Space. Yeah, so. yeah, next time Argyle and Spearhead from Space, yeah.
1: Oh uh. You know what it is gene. It's the Mandela effect.
2: This
0: is. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: For you it was the ambassador's death. Yes. But it, was... <laughs> it took
2: me ages to realise that it was actually Nelson Mandela. For a large period, I thought it was the mystic Mandela you know, in the sand Mandela
3: oh, yeah.
2: pattern yeah, painted. Yeah. Right, yeah. I don't understand. Isn't <laughs>
0: Yeah, I vaguely remember it. They're putting it all together. Take over Plastics Factory. Yep. Terrifies the last out of me and I never trust mannequins again. <laughs> John Pertwee has a fake fight with a rubber collar, which he has to pretend with. And yeah, right. Okay, I vaguely you're remember it. I, I vaguely remember
2: it. <laughs> oh, hang on. We're, 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 love we're love loop break. Like...
0: Needs a wee wee. Start the coach. I want to go to wee wee.
3: So we'll get her next time.
0: <laughs> ambassador there And so I'll watch BF <laughs> <laughs> <Good day. laughs> oh I'm going to go and see um, the BFI I've got a ticket for the BFI on mm-hmm.
2: Saturday what
4: you seen Celestial the Toymaker. animation
0: of Celestial Toymaker oh my commiserations
4: I know